Hey guys, welcome back. It's your favorite book reviewer, Michelle, here with another amazing podcast. The book we're reviewing today is called The Boy in Striped Pajamas. At first glance, this book might not draw your attention, but stick around and I'll explain why you have to read this book. The Boy in Striped Pajamas is a well-written, intriguing story based on the life of a child during the Holocaust. It sheds light on the contrast between life in and out the fence with many ups and downs. The book spans a period from 1941 to 1945 when the Holocaust started and concentration camps were created. This was when Jews were imprisoned and killed by the hands of the Nazis. Alright, now that we have some background information, let's dive right into the book. At the very beginning of the book, we're introduced to the main character, Bruno. Bruno is nine and lives with his mother, father, and sister Gretel, aka, in Bruno's words, the lost cause. Mother is a kind, respectful woman, but father is affirmative and is admired by most people. The story starts off with Bruno and how he finds the maid packing up his personal belongings as they are moving from Berlin to Outwith. Have you ever been to Berlin? I never have, but one gets a pretty good picture of what it might be like by Bruno's description he gives by saying there are shops with bright store fonts and fruit and vegetable stalls, etc. Moving on, we can see that Bruno is not pleased with this change since the new house is smaller than the house in Berlin. He had to say goodbye to all his friends. A beginning like this gives us the impression that Bruno is an immature child. Once Bruno moves, he describes all the imperfections of the new house and continuously compares how life was better in Berlin. Bruno spends a lot of time exploring the new house in and out. Then, he looks through his room. Gretel and Bruno look through his window to see a large fence reaching far distance with barbed wire wrapped around the top. It was a concentration camp. Do you know what a concentration camp is? Well, a concentration camp is a place in which a large number of people, especially political prisoners like Jews, are deliberately imprisoned and are in a relatively small area with inadequate facilities, sometimes to provide forced labor or await mass executions. In the book, It focuses on concentration camps that were established for Jewish people. We can tell that Bruno and his sister do not acknowledge the actual utilization and the cause of why the structure was built, for they say it must be a countryside. Perhaps it's our holiday home. This tells us that they lack awareness for the imprisonment and torture of Jewish people. eventually forgets about this interaction, not thinking much of it, but quite the opposite happens with Bruno. In the book, it mentions numerous times that Bruno wants to grow up and be an explorer, which is already letting us infer that he's a curious boy. We also know with curiosity, it can bring misfortune, but also new discoveries. After spending a fair amount of time in Outwith, Bruno decides to explore the land surrounding his house. Bruno strolls closer and closer towards the fence, spotting a small dot in the distance on the other side of the fence. As he grew closer, the dot became more visible, representing no longer a dot but a small boy in striped pajamas. Do you know why the small boy wore striped pajamas?
The explanation to that question is that all Jewish prisoners in concentration camps were ordered to wear this uniform in the concentration camps. This type of cloth was also cheap, which meant less money would be consumed by clothing for the prisoners. Bruno is a healthy, well-fed child, but the child across the fence looked malnutritioned. The boy and Bruno engaged in a conversation, and Bruno is told that the boy's name is Shmuel. Bruno and Shmuel were born on the same day, the same year, making them the exact same age. Shmuel and Bruno have a chat and decide to meet up again together the next day. Shmuel and Bruno greet each other every day at the fence and spend some more time together. At this point of the book, we can see that Bruno sees Shmuel as his only friend in Outwith, and we can also infer that his hatred for Outwith has declined. Soon, Shmuel and Bruno become great friends, spending time with each other every day at the fence. Eventually, Mother gets tired of living in Outwith and believes that it's not the right place for a child to grow up in. Father agrees to allow them to move back in the old house in Berlin. This broke Bruno since he found out a close friend, closer than the ones back in Berlin, was going to leave him. In fact, Bruno couldn't remember the other friends' names anymore. Schmuel meant more to him. Bruno comes to meet Schmuel once again, bearing grave news. He tells Schmuel that he would be moving in a few days. Schmuel's heart dropped as he heard these words whispered by Bruno. I'd still like to see it, said Bruno talking about the other side of the fence. Then Shmuel thought of an idea. Bruno's face lit up as Shmuel exclaimed his idea. The next day, Bruno heads out, rushing towards the fence. The sky dark, rain pouring down. There was a tiny opening in the fence towards the bottom, big enough for a small child to fit in, where Bruno gave Shmuel sweet treats. Shmuel offered Bruno the clothes. The striped pajamas. Bruno quickly wore the cheap clothing, leaving his own folded on the soft mud, waiting to be drowned in rain and brown stains. Bruno ran into the concentration camp with Schmuel, expecting happiness, cafes, stores, a feeling of safety, but quite the opposite happened. In Bruno's words, there are no grown-ups sitting on rocking chairs on their porches, and kids aren't playing games in groups. And not only are there no fruits or vegetable stands, but there isn't a cafe either like back in Berlin. Instead, there were crowds of people sitting together in groups, staring at the ground, looking horribly sad. Bruno sees two soldiers holding guns, pointing them everywhere at Jewish people as they screamed in terror. There are only two types of people, says Bruno, soldiers holding their guns, laughing as they aim them all over in different directions, or people in striped pajamas looking extremely skinny, either crying, unhappy, or looking like they're staring into space. Then, with a loud blow of a whistle, more than ten soldiers gathered up many people and started marching. Bruno and Schmiel were flooded with people and drifted away in the sea of prisoners. Bruno and Schmuel didn't know what to, was to come next. They didn't know that was their last goodbye to the world. Bruno and Schmuel stayed together, rain pouring down on their faces as they tried to acknowledge what's going on. You're my best friend, Schmuel, said Bruno. My best friend for life. 
his last words as he held onto Shmuel's hand, not letting go no matter what, until the chaos all around him went silent. So, what did you think of the podcast? Pretty good, right? I knew I could get you hooked on this amazing book. On to the book review. This provides us with beautiful contrast between each perspective and provides us with different moods. As we can see, there are many obstacles each character has to face. There are quite a few characters that I couldn't fit in this book review that makes it worth reading yourself. It demonstrates life during the Holocaust perfectly with a love-hate relationship towards each character and many minor details that will catch your interest. So you have to read this book. Now, without further ado, this was another amazing podcast with your favorite book reviewer out there. Take care, and I'll see you all next time. Good.